You're listening to Hashtag Going Viral, hosted by Anna Watson, the podcast where we talk to 12 TikTokers that have gone viral, become influencers, gotten brand deals, or just have a message to share. So stay tuned and enjoy. Hello, hello. Welcome to Hashtag Going Viral. I'm your host, Anna Watson. I'm so excited. We are starting our second mini-series, Ones to Buy Into, today. Focusing on people who use TikTok as a promotional platform to find out what works and sometimes what doesn't. Let's see what our first guest, Caden Nelms, has to say. Hey, Kaden, how are you? Good, how are you? Doing good. You've been on TikTok for a good while. How have you, how do you tend to use it? I joined TikTok, I want to say, the end of 2019, I want to, I think. You know, as a joke, like everybody says, join as a joke because, you know, it was the thing and then you got sucked into it. And then I really started using it once quarantine hit in February 2020. So I started out using it just, you know, as um, just a time filler when I was quarantined. You know, I didn't leave the house for 70 days at the beginning of quarantine um, because I am immunocompromised. So I used it a lot just to pass time. And then I turned it into advocating for disabilities. I love that. Now, you've talked a little bit about your disability. If you wouldn't mind, and if you don't mind, just saying like what it is and sort of how you deal with it just give a little bit of context about your life i have a disability called spinal muscular atrophy sma for short and so i'm in a wheelchair i have been most of my life it took me i would say until um mid 2020 to fully accept and come into like the disability mindset so then i turned it into advocating for people with SMA and wheelchairs, disabilities in general, you know, normalizing that conversation. Thank you for sharing. I know that can be a little personal sometimes. What message are you trying to communicate as you're advocating for these different groups of people? Disability isn't talked about in a lot of families, I guess you'd say. Some, so, like, say a family that is, like, full of able-bodied people, so nobody with a disability, just you don't think about a dis- like disability coming up as a topic of conversation with your kids, and they don't know how to act. When I was young, experienced that. Um, people asking like very, very, very personal questions that, as a like a middle schooler, I was not comfortable talking about. So there's ways to approach it that is respectful. So a lot of it's like I want to teach parents how to interact with their kids and make that a normal conversation, and even. I, you know, I, you know, have a disability. We really didn't talk about other disabilities and other people that maybe, you know, have a disability that I don't know of. And then I got to school or I see in public and I am intrigued. Um, and I wasn't disrespectful, but I wanted to know why, like how they handle their disability. And is it like my story? Because I want to know other people that have different stories, similar stories, everything. But I didn't know how to interact. And now over my almost 21 years of being alive, I have um, kind of developed the way, I guess, from experience of how to handle that. And so that's what I want to do with 
other people. I want other people to basically be able to have inter- a normal interaction, not like talk down, talk differently. Basically, mm-hmm. the do's and don'ts interacting with somebody with a disability. I think that is so important. And there's another factor, too, because, you know, you just never know what people are going through. And so even when you see these people or people in public and they have the canes and wheelchairs and hearing aids, there's other people out there, too, that have disabilities that you can't see. And so I think it's very important to just, you know, be respectful of everyone that's around you. You know, if you're in that situation, you don't want to be put down or pointed out for something that you can't control. Yeah, not all disabilities are visible. So then if somebody has like a tick or obviously that's kind of a different thing that people aren't used to. So it all ties into like disability as a whole, whether it be visible, uh, not visible, you know, whatever it may be. Now, I know you, so you don't only use TikTok. You also are on Instagram and you have a podcast. Why don't you tell me about the connection of the different apps and stuff that you use? Yeah, so obviously, like, every platform has different ways to get exposure, to spread the word, things like that. So TikTok's a lot of audio, video. And I can go over to Instagram and post, like, a picture of myself or, like, a graphic that says something and have a, you know, a story under it, like I did recently. Um, also have a blog that I can, you know, do full blogs on. And then I have a YouTube channel that's video. And then I have the podcast. So I like have all these different things that all intertwine because what's good about like TikTok is I can create a video and then turn around and put it on Instagram Reels and YouTube Shorts if I wanted to, which are all basically the same thing, um, just different platforms, which um, reaches different people. And then say I have a YouTube video, I could do a shortened version of that on TikTok or Instagram, and then blog posts I can share on all of them. They all intertwine because you can do a certain post or a video or a topic on one platform and then branch it out to reach so many more people on all the platforms. I think that's important when you're trying to advocate. So, like, it can be kind of like a business. You need to promote that any way you can. And then, like, my parents are on TikTok, but they have Facebook and then they have Instagram. And so everybody, depending on, you know, age, generation, gender, religion, geographic location, they can have so many different applications. So it's important to like intertwine that. But a lot of it comes back to TikTok because TikTok can be such a um a quick moment like I had an idea and immediately recorded it and then I can post it everywhere. And TikTok's the easiest to navigate and it's probably now, I would say recently, the most the easiest way to get I used to say lucky and get that exposure that you want. Because it is about building that platform, building that audience. So I think all of it comes back to TikTok in today's age, I guess you would say, in the recent years. How have the responses to your content and to your message been? Obviously, there's always those trolls, those people. And I don't have, like, a great big audience. It's just a few people. Or, you know, on TikTok, you get your For You page with the hashtags and the audio and the whatever. Um, for the most part, I know a lot of people that follow me from school and college and family and friends, but then the people that don't, you really do build that relationship pretty quickly with them. Like, you see their videos, they comment, you comment on theirs, back and forth. And most of them very, very positive. Like, they learn something new, they have a similar experience that they shared. Then we have a whole conversation in the comments. And then um, you do get, you know, like I said, the few trolls that are like, well, this doesn't make sense, or, you know, this 
is stupid or da 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 da. And then I always try to put, when I post something, feel free to ask questions in the comments because not everybody that's disabled wants questions to be asked unless they open that invitation to it. And I want to open that invitation because I think it's important if I'm putting my life out there and putting these videos out there to be able to answer and educate people further beyond that 30-second clip or whatever. So I've had people ask my disability, how I do this, how I do that. And what I think is good about TikTok specifically is you can reply to those comments with another video, and so it's more personable to see my face or their face just commenting back. Um, and But, yeah, for the most part, the community that I do have and do know on there is wonderful and amazing. I couldn't be happier that these people have found my information and they're being educated through my stuff. That's awesome, really. Like, that's great that there's such a good, encouraging audience. And I think I, I love that about the For You page, that it is so personable because, you know, the more stuff you like, or more of the stuff that you, similar stuff to the stuff you like is what will be on your For You page. Now, I'm curious because you do have, one, your message is great and needs to be told. But like we've talked about trending, and it's not just, you know, getting lucky, but also using the trends that are already trending. I know that sounds yeah. redundant, but if something's trending and you do it also, it's more likely to trend. So how do you take those trends and angle them to fit your message? And what has that been like for you? A lot of sounds that trend can be dances, which, again, can be difficult to me or for me being a wheelchair, but I can make jokes out of it because I think humor is a good way to get through life. And I've made different, you know, jokes about, like, dances. Like, for example, one was, I can't remember the song, but it's a song like, um, like, Slide to the Left. left to the right. Crisscross. They played every middle school dance across, you know, United States, whatever. And it, I just mm. did the joke, and it was, like, me during this dance in middle school. And I did, like, the flashing, like, the party dance, and I just sat still all awkwardly. And so it was a funny joke that a lot of people thought was funny, but it also angled it towards disability and how um, exclusive things can be sometimes, excluding people, essentially with disabilities. And then a lot of the things now, like, are also, like, people just put text over the sound. So they can kind of narrate it and um, angle it whichever way they want. And that can be kind of difficult with disability because disability can be such a specific thing. But I just kind of make general things about it and then go go with it and post it. And for example, the thing that's trending now is the song that goes, Go Best Friend. Go Best Friend. So mm. I posted just me saying that. And then it, the text on the screen says, when, a, when my friend calls someone out for being ableist without me saying anything. And it just says, Go Best Friend. So it's simple things like that. And you just kind of, you know, you got to take what's trending and not manipulate it, but angle it whichever way you want for whatever you are advocating for or promoting or things like that. I think the same goes for running a business. You take the trends and the hashtags and angle it towards what you're selling. So same type of thing. I know you've talked, you've mentioned how, you know, a lot of the trends are supposed to be funny and you'll take them and put them in a good humor setting. What do you think that relationship is of strong and, like, encouraging message with humor? Like, does it take away from the message? So I think a lot of people 
I would say our age, like humor, sometimes dark humor, which certain people can, certain people don't, whatever. It's, you know, it's everybody's personal taste. So you're always going to like be able to reach somebody with the humor. And in my opinion, when something is super serious and it's like a serious subject and that's how people like talk about it super serious, I get very awkward and uncomfortable around very serious situations and topics. So to be able to add a little bit of humor where it's appropriate um, is is a good thing in my opinion. So like I'm not saying make fun of somebody or make fun of myself, but I can take my um, look based on true story life events like I said at the dance and make it where it can be relatable to other people and then like oh we danced this song I never thought about this you know person in a wheelchair or this person with a cane or whatever, not be able to dance to it. Um, so, like, the added little bit of humor where it's appropriate, I think, is great for anything. Um, you just got to know that line, and that line can be hard to find for certain subjects. On a personal on a personal level, I think, like, you've heard me tell jokes, and, like, certain professors and certain students, we can make jokes and be fine because we know it's coming from a good place and uh, and not being discriminatory or ableist or anything like that. But then... Um, you don't want to cross that line, which for me personally, it's hard to cross that line. There's very few things that does really bother me, but for some people it may not. And that's what I feel like all content does is some people may feel awkward on serious things. Some people may feel awkward on very funny things. And so that your content isn't going to please everybody, but as long as you're happy with it and it's not like over the top, like crazy discriminatory i think it it i i am okay with that i feel like if you are too serious on like especially with disability because most people went to school or know a disabled person or at least in passing have seen somebody and then you don't want the person that's disabled for the most part doesn't want to be pitied i don't want to be pitied but i also want to give that information out without it being too serious because then you will be pitied and then people will feel awkward and feel bad when they shouldn't feel bad because you didn't do it you were dancing and having the time of your life. Like, who, like, is, I wasn't mad about it. It's just, you know, like, I didn't feel like I was discriminated against because of the song or that I was targeted. No, it's what happens. And I just, like, honestly, if I wouldn't have heard that song on TikTok, I wouldn't have thought about it a second time. Mm-hmm. That's been since middle school. I'm now a junior in college. Like, it's been that long. I don't even think about it. But that just sparked a memory. I'm like, oh, wow, I guess that was a little awkward me just sitting there. So let's spread awareness on that. So maybe if a school sees in the future, they'll be like, you know, let's like keep the song, but like let's do some other songs that like you can move around in your wheelchair in, or if you can sit down and dance to, you know, things like that. Or if somebody, mm-hmm. another student sees you, they can like adapt, make an adaptive like dance on the spot with you, or like hang out with you and talk to you while that's happening, things like that. So it's nothing to feel bad about. Yeah. So there is this. Um, there's a, this Australian disabled woman, her name was Stella Young, I believe. She has since passed away. But essentially, she coined this term called inspiration porn. And what that means is, um, I don't, I don't want to be your inspiration for me brushing my teeth or coming out in public or things like that, like things that you're doing. Like, I don't want to be shopping for a box of cereal and the person next to me getting the exact same cereal will be like, oh, you're such an inspiration for being at this store today. Like, nobody wants that. That's, that's ridiculous. You're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's not, 
inspired by. Um, and the, it, that's basically what it is. It's just that. And um, uh, I shouldn't, I'm, I don't want to be your inspiration, basically, is what it is, for um, for everyday things that you're doing. If I'm, like, crazy, like, if I do something awesome that not a lot of people do in the disability community or that you've done, sure, I can be your inspiration, look up to, uh, be looked up to, whatever, but I don't want it for going in public and buying something or going to school or, um, you know, brushing my teeth or getting a haircut, stuff like that. Back to a little bit about, like, your message and what you share on TikTok or just, like, running the TikTok and your Instagram, YouTube, and your podcast. What have been some of the struggles that you've had to deal with? Disability can be such a, like, a, a niche subject. It can be hard to gain that following sometimes. You get traction. It can be harder to gain that traction than some kind of, I guess, just, like, influencers do. So you've kind of shifted into, like, more social media-based content. How do you see it building and continuing for the future? I think part of that would be, you know, keeping consistent on TikTok and then um, continuing all the platforms. And when a new one comes out and hits, join that platform immediately and get a head start on it. Um, I think that's important. But, yeah, I hope the future is this is a full-time job. What would you say to someone wanting to use TikTok to share a message to advocate a specific group of people? What would you tell them? Just do it. Like, it took me forever just to hit the record button because I'm very much a self-conscious person. And it took me forever just to be able to post a video. Follow people that has the same interest in you. Like, your algorithm will slowly work on that, and then you'll find that niche. All right. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate you coming on this podcast for me. You were great. Of course. Thank you for having me. It's fun. Caden details nicely the pros and cons of being on numerous platforms. Nearly everyone from this point on in our podcast is active on a handful of apps for one purpose, reach. According to Union Metrics, reach is essential to campaigns and for quantifying the size of your message's universe. In other words, reach is how many people receive your message. Increasing the number of apps increases your reach. It all boils down to being accessible for your audience. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Hashtag Going Viral. The blog will be posted later today to our website. Be sure to check out our socials linked below for fun content and any updates. Next week on Hashtag Going Viral, we are speaking with someone who started a TikTok on behalf of another entity, Davis Barlow. Stay TikTok savvy, my friends, and tune in next week to Hashtag Going Viral. Thanks for listening to Hashtag Going Viral. We post a new episode each Friday at noon. For more enjoyable content, follow our socials linked below. See you next week.